and welcome to our next episode of Talk Concord, a City of Concord, New Hampshire podcast. This podcast brings you information about current and future happenings centered on why Concord is a great place to live, work, play, and invest. I'm Stephanie Breton, Public Information Officer, and I'm joined by Sal Prizio, Executive Director of the Capital Center for the Arts and the Bank of New Hampshire Stage. Welcome to the podcast, Sal. Thanks for having me. Thrilled to have you here. Could you begin by telling us a little bit about your background? Oh boy, background. <laughs> it's uh, it's quite varied. Okay, uh, yeah. That's so great. Um, I started out uh, in as a musician in a band. Okay. Um, I played guitar um, in a touring band, and I lived in New York City. Uh, we put out a few records, toured most of the East Coast. Um, I got my degree in music industry from the uh, Northeastern University. Excellent. Which, I know, also have a degree from Northeastern. So very nice. All right. Yeah. Fellow Husky. Yep, exactly. <clears throat> so um, so anyways, yeah, so I did that and I worked in the record business and I had I'd done that for the good portion of my 20s. And then at the end of my 20s, I wanted to get into the live side of stuff mm-hmm. based on what I was doing. So okay. I opened a coffee house in upstate New York called uh, Bread and Jam. Excellent. Love it. Opened it in 2008, right before the Great Recession. <laughs> yeah. I hung on for two years, and then I got a job at uh, uh, the College of St. Rose. I was running their 400-seat room, and mm-hmm. the gentleman who was the executive director of our Proctors, which has several venues in upstate New York, um, he recruited me to join their team. And I was there for about seven years before I came here to the Capitol Center. So live That's music fun. has been a part of my life since I was about 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, you, you mm-hmm. mentioned... Um, coming to Concord and you've been here for about a year and a half now, yeah, right? Just about. So what interests you about, uh, what interested you about Concord and kind of this role at the cap center? You know, uh, well, first it was my first opportunity to become an executive director, which mm-hmm. I was really excited about. Um, capital center was the right size organization for me mm-hmm. and, uh, running an arts organization in a, a community like Concord is just about as much, about community building as it is anything else. Yeah. And I feel like in a city or a community the size of Concord, you can make an impact relatively quickly mm-hmm. and continue to make an impact as you go along. So yeah. That's what really drew me here. That it's a beautiful downtown. They got great schools for my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a New Englander at heart. I grew up in Connecticut. So, okay. Yeah. It was, it was so great not to be very back. Far. No. And uh, it's 40 minutes to the coast, too. So mm-hmm. you put all those things into the gumbo, and it was a pretty interesting. Uh, it was a pretty tempting uh, offer for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you mm. here. Thank you. This is a really exciting time for the CAP Center and the Bank of New Hampshire stage now that the pandemic is a few years behind us. Can you talk about some of the things going on and anything that you can share that's coming up? Yeah, absolutely. So I will say this. Uh, for us in the arts industry, the pandemic is just really starting to be gone. The yeah. last vestiges of it have been swept away. Mm-hmm. The first half of, no, when I talk about years, I, th- I think about our season from essentially August 1 through July 31st. But mm-hmm. from the first half of this season that we had, August through December, our ticket sales, and people were still reticent to come out in the full numbers that they were before. Yeah. But after the holiday, it was really right after Thanksgiving, all of a sudden the ticket sales just exploded. Mm-hmm. I think people just had enough. There was mm-hmm. no Omicron variant this year. I mean, there were variants, but it wasn't to the extreme that Omicron was. Mm-hmm. And people are just thrilled to be out again. So the second half of our year, our ticket sales have been really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been fantastic. And I think the world has changed because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But I think this is kind of like the post-pandemic party thing. 
So mm-hmm. now one of my goals and, and responsibilities as an executive director is to try to figure out how tastes have changed, how do we tailor our content to meet those changes, what are the new platforms by which, you know, things like this, digital media platforms, mm-hmm. by which we can still reach audiences for those people who have gone home, stayed home, or don't have the means or the ability to come back to our spaces again. So mm-hmm. those are the things that I look at when, you know, as we pr- progress after post-pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it's nice to see our arts organizations kind of lively again because yeah. it was it was really rough, I know, on a lot of people during the pandemic. So. Well, it's it's the the residual impact from all of it is yeah. so profound. I mean, all mm-hmm. the restaurants go go try to get a reservation on a Friday night when we have a show. You can't right in downtown right. Concord, which is fantastic. I love that, mm-hmm. and I'd like to see more of that actually. But it, I'm sure there was a huge struggle during the pandemic for restaurant. Although restaurants had a great ability to adapt to the delivery model more more than that, but like all of that additional business that we had coming in just wasn't wasn't there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the second sure. part of your question was, what do we have exciting that's coming up? Yeah. Did you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we always have things going on at both of our spaces. My goal is actually to have both venues have some sort of event going on Thursday through Sunday every single week. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to actually get back to that. Um, yeah. So a couple of things, uh, you know, coming up at the end of May is our big season announce and on sale. So we're going to put most of the big shows that are coming up. Now, the, the thing that's changed in this business, too, is that we also used to be able to like announce a season and those were the shows coming up. Mm-hmm. It's become much less cyclical. It's all con- – you're constantly adding shows. So when we do this big announcement and we talk about the shows coming up, these are just the shows that we finish booking now. There's going to be mm-hmm. more that's coming over the summer. That's but it, still exciting. Yeah. Like no, it's gr- to look forward to, It's right? great. It's actually I, – I prefer that because we're constantly updating our content and putting mm-hmm. new shows on sales for people all the time. Mm-hmm. The way the business used to be was like you set – you know, you see it like with a, the symphony or like the ballet where they say, here's our season, done. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's it. That was your season. Mm-hmm. With venues like ours now, it's just constantly updating. But it's great. It's not easy, but it's great. Yeah. Um, so some of the shows we have coming up, um, I can tell you about, is on June 15th, we have the Marshall Tucker Band. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Rodillas, a famous comedian, he's coming up uh, uh, June mm-hmm. 17th. Over at the Bank of New Hampshire stage, we have Kid G. We have a regular series now called Nash Kidji's a he's kind of a country hip hop blend. It's okay. it's definitely Gen Z kind mm-hmm. of thing, and they seem to love it because the tickets are selling fantastically for it, which I love. Okay, um, Nashville Great. newcomers is our regular series that we have. It's up and coming country artists that come in once a month. We also have now we have uh, piano bar nights. We do upstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a karaoke night, which has been fantastic down the street too. So awesome! I did the, not know that. Yeah, but that's great. Yeah. yeah. So, and the karaoke nights, like when they go, when we announce them, they mm-hmm. announce the signups for them, and the signups have been selling out so quickly. It's been fantastic. So, um, right. so yeah, there's that. And every single week we have new artists coming into the space. So the idea with that place is is more of a rock club or like a that kind of bar entertainment venue. So we're always turning over what's going on in that space. Awesome. Yeah. We'll keep our eyes open for new announcements then. Always, well check, out, always the, check out the website. Yeah. And I know uh, you send out a lot of updates through email so oh, yeah. people can subscribe if Every they week. want kind of those <laughs> notifications. I get them and I'm always looking at them like, yeah. hmm, what's going on? So I think it's great. Your organization is really involved in the community in a variety of ways uh, with many different other organizations. So could you talk a little bit about um, about this, some of your partnerships, and maybe mention the Culinary Artist in Residence program that you have too? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, 
with our strategic plan and just me being generally who I am as a person and wanted to kind of disseminate this throughout the entire organization, Mm -hmm. um, I think we have to be a community service organization first that happens to be a performing arts organization. Um, Arts venues are so much more than what they used to be. Again, mm-hmm. much like what we talked about, here's our season and you're done. Yeah. Now we have to think about ourselves much more holistically and who do we serve. And our goal is to serve as many different constituents in the community as humanly possible. So to that end, one of the things we did post-pandemic was we had two commercial kitchens that were sitting dormant. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to offer uh, interesting concessions to our patrons, but at the same time be able to provide an interesting uh, public community service for the for the Concord. So we came up with this idea of doing this culinary artist in residence program where we identified people in the community, mostly from the new American community who didn't have the means and some of the training to open up their own restaurant. Mm-hmm. As I'm sure you can possibly imagine, opening your own restaurant costs a considerable amount of money, and it's a huge risk because if you don't, it doesn't work. You go out of business. Right. So right, with the, yeah. the culinary artists and residence program, we found we identified uh, some key people in the community. Our first person was Batula, who mm-hmm. has uh, Batula's famous meat, veggie, and chicken pies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's in our spaces for 12 months. Uh, she uses our spaces. Uh, she cooks in one of our facilities and sells out of the other. We okay. take a small commission based on uh, after her expenses and everything else are met. And uh, it gives her the opportunity to save up the, the the capital needed so that she can go off and either do food truck, brick and mortar, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Benefits are we're giving somebody a great opportunity, which she's earned in, in 10 times over. Um, but also we have a really interesting selection. I mean, before Batula was in our space, you couldn't find Somali food downtown. Yeah. So yeah. It, pro- it provides a great opportunity. It's more interesting culinary options. Plus we have great concessions now that go along with the other concessions we have too. So that's been, that's been a fantastic program. We're really proud of that one. Yeah, that's great and a lot of positive uh, feedback on yeah. that as well. And it tastes really good. So yeah, first I've, and foremost, the food's delicious. So. <laughs> I have heard that as well. I have yeah. to get down there and try some. So yeah. so building on that a little bit, sure. uh, we are very fortunate to have several arts organizations mm-hmm. in the greater Concord area, and that encompasses arts, theater, music, visual arts, um, many facets of the word art. So I'm not just talking about maybe one. So what do you feel these organizations contribute to their communities and why are they important? I mean, I say this all the time to people, but like when you move to a community, it's usually for a job or whatever, or you're looking mm-hmm. at different areas to live. It's usually, can I afford the house? Yeah. Number one, how are the schools if you have kids? And mm-hmm. the third thing is always, what are the cool things to do in town? Mm-hmm. And that's where performing arts organizations or arts organizations in general, you want something that's creative, thriving, and has not has a Uh, imperceptible buzz to it, right? Like there's Mm -hmm. something that you know, you know when you're in a place like Charleston and and, in those interesting cities that have like that that thing going on. Mm -hmm. So I think it's always really important for everybody in the community to recognize the importance of what arts do. Mm -hmm. Now, that's that side of it. The other side of it is we're a huge economic driver for any community. Yeah. When you, at the end of the day, when you go look at what the creative economy generates for a downtown community like Concord, it's Mm -hmm. huge numbers. So there's two sides of it. It is the aesthetic quote unquote side that you always look at and you're like, oh, I love being here because there's always something interesting going on or there's interesting things to experience as a human being in a community. Mm -hmm. And the other side of it is it helps a downtown thrive economically. So you put those two things together. I think we're 
we're pretty powerful players in the in the town. Yeah, I agree. And I, I know you already mentioned, you know, downtown is very busy. When yeah. there's a show, the restaurants are busy. So it really kind of benefits everyone. Yeah. And I know, I think selfishly sometimes as people that live in Concord, being able to go to a show, you know, a couple yeah. minutes from your house is, it's great yeah. actually. It's so. amazing. And it's mm-hmm. artists that, you know, we usually try to pick up the tours that are in Boston coming mm-hmm. from, they go to us and then go to Portland. And it's like, I'm sure you know that it's not the easiest thing in the world to drive down. I mean, look, Boston's an hour away. That's not that bad. But right, but the drive, parking, the, drive. parking yeah. the cost, everything else, the mm-hmm. tickets are more expensive usually down there. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes we get the best artists in the world that are coming into our venue and the wonderful community of Concord. And that's that's a really great thing. That's a thing we should all be proud of. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do think we're very lucky here to have all the different organizations that we have. Absolutely. And not Yours just us, being part Kimball of it. Jenkins, yeah. the fantastic work they're doing over there too, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, and Red River and all Red those. Red River really across just, the street, yeah. You know, being able to go to all different things. The so. stuff Angie was doing during, she always does every year during the, the Oscars time. It's like, you mm-hmm. can see like all of the Oscar nominees in one place at one time. Like most movies, most towns don't have a movie theater like that. That's a really yeah. cool thing to experience. Yeah. So I do, I do think we're very lucky here and- you know, if we didn't have it, I think we would really be lacking. So, Agreed. So one of my last questions for my guests is usually, what are some of your favorite things to do in Concord and beyond, um, you know, if you're not at work and you have some free time? What? Yeah, free time. Or what are some of your favorite things <laughs> yeah, yeah. about Concord that maybe aren't, you know, obviously the arts, maybe some other things? Yeah, no, no. It's So one of the things I love to do is, uh, you know, First of all, it, our proximity to the ocean is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love going to the ocean, so obviously it's not Concord-centric, but the fact that Concord's only 45 minutes to the ocean is fantastic. Makes it easy to get there, for fantastic. sure. Fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, in this area, too, like I love to throw my kayak in the water, even mm-hmm. on the Merrimack, and just go you know, up on a Sunday morning and things like that. Mm-hmm. I love to hike around. I love to just walk around downtown. Mm-hmm. I really do. I really love popping into a store that I've never been into before. Mm-hmm. And just kind of seeing what somebody has dedicated their life to doing mm-hmm. and kind of appreciating it for that moment. Everything from, you know, uh, I, you know, when I, I think about like the clothing stores down there or the places that sell like homemade soaps and, and that sort of stuff. I just to me, I mean, the other cool thing with downtown Concord is how many franchises are downtown? How many cookie cutter things? You know, like Concord has such a unique vibe to it because it's all locally owned or mm-hmm. almost all locally owned. Yeah. That. I really have an appreciation for the fact that somebody put their blood, sweat, and tears into this business, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to do their thing. So, I mean, those are some of my favorite things to do. And I love when, you know, and I, I wish we would do it more, but I love when they close down the entire street and every, there's like a street festival going on. Like, mm-hmm. I, I lived for almost 10 years in Brooklyn, and they did that like every other weekend, and it was so much fun. So mm-hmm. whenever we get a taste of that here in Concord, it's, it's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Yeah, like market days and yeah. all those other events, so. Yeah. I hope we do more of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. I know we're we're working on it. Yeah. Um, and I know you are really active with the Creative Concord yes. um, Committee. So yep. that's kind of the goal is, you know, to, Just to keep, keep it going. going with these What's events. What's the next so. thing? What's the next thing? And as soon as that mm-hmm. thing's done, what is the next thing? Because mm-hmm. I think as a community, I think we, we have a lot that we can offer, not only New Hampshire, mm-hmm. but continue out that thing. So to get to the point that people start to know Concord for like really interesting activities going on arts and that sort of stuff and it becomes even more of a cultural and tourist kind of destination for people yeah yeah, yeah for i believe sure. in it yeah 
Well, I know I know you're a good, um, a big supporter, you know, from the organization of that group and kind of pushing forward. So, yeah. so that's great. Is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap up? No, I think uh, I think we covered pretty much everything here. Okay, this was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for that. We'll keep an eye out for more show announcements because I know as some of your shows get popular. I know there's been times you've even added a second yes. show. Yeah. When um, the artists allow us to, we will add mm-hmm. a second show for it. And you know, the thing, and if you don't mind me saying it, it's yeah. always ccanh.com. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's, that's the place where if you want any information, and I tell people this all the time, if you want the real legitimate tickets, not the secondary yes. market tickets, please go to our website. Yes, thank you for that reminder yeah. because you don't want to get stuck with something that doesn't work. So. doesn't work and or cost you three times what you needed to pay for it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much again for being here and uh, sharing all that with us. And uh, that wraps up today's episode and we'll talk to you soon.